Welcome to this week's End of Days Update coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, if you're, any, you're going to be anywhere near the Hattiesburg, Mississippi area, we'll, we'll be at Victory Church this Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And then the next Sunday, we'll be in Jasper, Alabama at Grace Family Church. Come be with us. We'll have a great time getting into the Word. It's nothing like hearing the Word of God. The incorruptible seed, when it's sown, it grows up and it becomes. So with the End of Days Update, we're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, specifically the signs of the second coming. And we know the rapture of the church is signless, so we look at some of the things like the Ezekiel 38 war that happens just after the rapture. So when you see those nations uh, getting ready for this and setting up for it, we know that we're close. And I hear a lot of people say, well, you talk about the rapture of the church because it seems like people want to escape having to suffer. Now, the church has suffered for 2,000 years. The rapture of the church is not about the church escaping suffering. It's about dispensations. It's about God paying Israel back the seven years that he owes him. Remember Gabriel told Daniel, hey, you guys missed it for 490 years. God's given you guys another 490. Well, Jesus came after 483. So he owes them seven years of old covenant time. So he takes the church off the earth. And the Bible says specifically in Daniel, it's a time of Jacob's trouble. It's a time for Israel and a time for the Jews. So uh, that's what the tribulation is all about. So I can't help it if I'm in the church, I'm blessed. Because Paul said that you'd be saved from wrath. Thank you, Jesus. So, And the teaching on the rapture of the church was to bring comfort. So we're looking at all these things that happen around Israel. Man, so much is going on. And probably uh, the biggest thing was uh, Afghanistan. The U.S. pulling out of Afghanistan. The Taliban pouring in there and taking over the whole country. And I look at that with the lens of, okay, what does that have to do with the coming of the Lord? Well, it makes it easier for Russia to come down on Israel because America being there would be a hindering point and it, Russia is going to come right down through that corridor. And that's what the Bible says in Ezekiel that America says, or have you come to take a spoil? Well, if the rapture had not already happened, we wouldn't say, have you come to take a spoil? We would uh, prevent Russia from messing with Israel because they're our ally. So all that stuff means something because we're, we're so close to the coming of the Lord. So uh, specifically cool things are happening though. I say cool things, uh, amazing things are happening with Iran. You you have this last week, the International uh, Atomic Energy Agency coming out five different times, basically bringing memos out about Iran, basically has um, gone beyond their borders for the nuclear treaty that they did before and, and broken the, the treaties. And then they went ahead and, and documented each of the steps that Iran's done. It was pretty interesting to see uh, down to however many grams uh, that uranium metal they've, they've been uh, enriching. So to the point that on the third one, they listed the four steps that it takes to get to weapons-grade uh, plutonium and uranium. And man, they're at the third stage. And then they came out and said they're weeks away from having a nuclear weapon. So I'm ready to watch Israel do something crazy because when uh, Iran gets a nuclear weapon, they want to use it. So I still am amazed that in 2021, a nation like Iran can keep mouthing off saying they want to annihilate Israel and other nations don't say, hey, you can't do this. I talked about Brussels the last few weeks. There were uh, leaders of Brussels that came out really harassing Iran, saying, hey, your verbiage is not uh, tolerable for this day and time. So a lot's happening there. You had Israel in the last couple of days fire missiles into Syria. This was interesting because it hit uh, a depot that Hezbollah has there. Uh, it was in Kunitra, and uh, Iranian troops were there where Israel hit the other spot. So Israel still having to preemptively strike those weapons coming down from Iran down into Syria to get to Lebanon. So 
the stuff came out this last week about it looks like they were getting ready for another war from Lebanon. Hezbollah obviously has taken over Lebanon. Lebanon's uh, economy's kind of been suffering so much. So it, it is uh, intriguing to see bit by bit these things happening. It came out with the EU talking this week saying, hey, we don't want Turkey to be in the EU because of the radicalness of Turkey. They even stated how Turkey is completely uh, surrounded Israel and what they're, what they're basically, <laughs> their uh, MO is to annihilate Israel. It got them free out when Erdogan from Turkey said, "We this is what he said last year. We will get we will get Islam and gather them, and we will assemble them and take them up to the Temple Mount and take Jerusalem from Israel." So that kind of verbiage is crazy. <laughs> so the EU says they don't want to work with them, but you have so much stuff going on that I got to try to slow down to get into it. You had a massive earthquake in in Alaska, massive earthquake in Haiti. Right after the earthquake, you had the hurricane coming through there. So devastation, horrible devastation. Then last week in Alaska, you had volcanoes, three different volcanoes, going off simultaneously, which is just amazing. The earth's getting ready for the coming of the Lord. You had fires in Jerusalem. It took them three days to get them out. Even Palestinians were helping the Israelis put the fires out in Jerusalem. So there was a cloud over the Temple Mount that said it was eerie, like something out of the apocalypse. So things are getting ready for the coming of the Lord. So much specific stuff with Iran, though, that I'm intrigued to see the stuff they've been doing with the ships. I'm intrigued to see the International Atomic Energy Agency having to verbalize what they're having to verbalize. So much more is coming out about, you know, the vaccine, about different nations uh, locking down even more and all that. But uh, the pandemic is exactly what the Bible said you'd see just before the tribulation. So it's a total setup for the coming of the Lord. How exciting uh, to have all the focus getting ready to be around uh, the Temple Mount. So many more things were happening about Bible codes, talking about uh, uh, the, the Ezekiel 38 war being in, on, at uh, Sukkot or Tabernacles even this fall. So we'll see how some of that plays out. I don't really base everything on Bible codes, but it's intriguing to see little things uh, pointing to the coming of the Lord. How exciting we're about to see Jesus. So what do we do? We always go back to the scripture. Number one, we look at the signs of the coming of the Lord because they're irrefutable, they're flawless. And there's about 65 of them. Each week we get into about 10, but number one is Israel made a nation. Number two is Jerusalem won back. After that, you got the Hebrew language restored. You got the Ethiopian Jews brought out. You got the fertility of the land of Israel. You got the revival of the Roman Empire. You've got the, the Temple Mount having the ritual baths around it filling up with water. You had foxes on the Temple Mount. Then you had uh, uh, basically fish show up in the Dead Sea. Pretty amazing that nature's getting ready. You had 172 different species of predatory birds show up in the land of Israel. So uh, the cleanup crews in there after the Ezekiel 38 war, God calls on the fowl of the air to clean the land up. Seven years later at the Battle of Armageddon, he does the same thing again. So you've got those birds in position. You've got men will be lovers themselves. We have selfie sticks. So all these things that are, are, are blatantly clear about how close we are. It's hard to get into all of them, but boy, uh, you've even got scoffers about the coming of the Lord. That's a sign even in itself. People are saying, ah, we've heard the Lord's coming back all our lives. I even had a guy, a famous minister, say, Joe, if you preach on the coming of the Lord, you're just going to get everybody's hopes up. I said, that's exactly right. It's the hope that purifies us even as we're pure. So sign after sign after sign after sign are markers for us how close we are. Well, after you go through all the signs, you get the signals. You had blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles a few years ago. That's pretty amazing. The heavens declaring the glory of God. Genesis said that the planets would be for signals for us. So you had blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacle. Uh, you had four in a row. NASA calls it a tetrad. So that's that's pretty amazing in itself. When's the last time you had four in a row like that on Passover and Tabernacles? 
1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 1948 when Israel's made a nation. 1492 at the expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. So amazing. And then after that, uh, this last year, you had the Bethlehem star, Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus. All three of those coming together. Jupiter, king planet. Venus, a mother planet. Regulus, regal, king planet. Uh, at the birth of Jesus, they came together and you had the constellation was Virgo. This last year, NBC Nightly News said so we have a, a celestial event. We have Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus. The constellation was Leo because he's the lion of the tribe of Judah. Man, I like having all these uh, signals and stuff, but I like what uh, Gabriel told Daniel. Daniel was kind of distraught after him showing him all the things that were going to come to pass during that seven-year period. Uh, uh, um, Gabriel's talking there to Daniel, and Daniel kind of freaks out and goes, this doesn't look good. And I love what Gabriel said to him. He said, don't worry, the Ancient of Days will prevail. We're about to see the Ancient of Days firsthand. We're about to see him face to face. He died for you. God raised him from the dead. So what a time. What a time to be living just before he comes. So the, the teaching on the coming of the Lord is for acceleration. Uh, so what do we do? Help our local church. Help our local pastor. Be more engaged. Uh, you, you're you're, you're uh, involved more, not less. Just like the two-minute warning in a football game. The intensity of those last uh, few seconds are, are where we are at the church age. Jesus is about to come back. So let's go for it. Let's accelerate. And we're about to see his eyes as a flame of fire, feet like undefined brass. Hey, come back this next week. We'll look at a lot more. So much more keeps happening right around Israel. It's hard to get into in just a few minutes, but you've got missiles firing into Syria, even though Russia told uh, Israel they couldn't do that anymore. And Russia's, uh, Israel's going to protect himself, that's for sure. So great days ahead for the church, uh, scary for the world, but for us, it's wonderful days. Have a blessed, awesome week. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.